Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talks with the Gratitude Chick. I am your host, Luanza, aka the Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media accounts at the Gratitude Chick for Instagram and TikTok, the Gratitude Chick Luanza Christina, and Talks with the Gratitude Chick for Facebook, and Gratitude underscore Chick for Twitter. Also, head on over to Amazon to pick up my new book, 21 Days of Thankfulness, today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode on our mindset. So, it is a new year. Today is January, I think it's the 17th. 2023. I am a couple of weeks late on this episode. I do know that. Um, the beginning of the year was a little challenging with um, me not feeling well, but I am back. And my um, this episode is about forgiveness. Um, we are on a mindset journey for 2023. At first, it was just for December, but I decided to do it for the entire year this year because I do believe that the things that we have adopted as our truths throughout our lifetime came about in more than just a month's time. So we need more than just that month to let go of negative things that we've thought our negative self-talk, and bring about the change that we want to see in our lives, we have to intentionally choose our thoughts. So for 2023, we are not only on a mindset journey, but we are on a journey of intentional manifesting. And what that means to me is I am choosing to think these thoughts I am going to choose to speak these words. I am going to choose how I feel. I am going to choose how I act. I am going to choose how I react. And that is key. So this episode today is about forgiveness. And you might not understand why forgiveness is such a huge part of your mindset. And here's why. Here's my thoughts on it. Forgiveness means that you are sitting in negativity. You are kind of wallowing in in what someone else has done to you. Um, and you feel it is okay um, as far as any actions or reactions you may have done retaliating against the person or persons who may have hurt you. And that is the reason why forgiveness is a huge part of changing your mindset. Because in my own opinion, you can't go from level one to level 10 without dropping the baggage. You must drop the baggage is what I'm trying to say. And with it, when you're not, when you're living in unforgiveness, you are carrying that baggage everywhere you go. 
you may smile sometimes, but there is still a hindrance. There is still that chip on your, your shoulder. There is still something that is holding you back from getting what it is that you want in life. And more than likely, it is because you are holding on to something that does not serve you. Now, the thing that I want everybody to get and understand about forgiveness is this. Forgiveness is not, you know, um, letting someone off the hook. And I think that is the biggest part of why people hold on to unforgiveness. It's because they believe that if they forgive, they let that person who hurt them off the hook. And it opens the door to allow them to come back in and hurt them again. That is not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is not letting someone off the hook. Forgiveness is about you. It is about you letting go of the baggage. Now, one thing I will say is when I was doing some... Now, before I even say that part... When I was in my 30s, and you guys know I'm 46, I'm about to be 47 in a few weeks. But when I was in my 30s, my, one of my aunts told me that forgiveness is about me. It is for me and about me. It is for me to release the baggage. That was the first person who ever told me what forgiveness truly was. And that was when I began to let go of some of the stuff, not everything, but some of the stuff that was kind of, and I want to say surface level because it was there for me to see. Um, that's when I started letting stuff go. But then I realized that so much emotional things had happened to me growing up that I still held on to those things. So over the years, I have let a lot go, but over the years, I haven't let a lot go. So this year is also for me to let go of things that are deeply rooted in me that deeply hurt me. So um, when I was looking up, you know, kind of doing some research, not just on the Bible, and this is not going to come from a biblical standpoint, Point. this is truly my opinion on what I believe forgiveness is, and then other, you know, kind of um, people who've written about forgiveness and what they believe as well. So one of the things that I was reading when I thought about forgiveness, it says, um, automatically forgive people who hurt you. And it says the impact of unforgiveness can be physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. Now this, I believe wholeheartedly, and I'm going to tell you why. I am a person that has been overweight my entire life. Food was a crutch for me. Food was my comforter. Food was my best friend. Food was, ah, uh, it gave me so much relief because when I was hurting, when I was, you know, feeling any kind of pain, I automatically grabbed something which was food to help make me feel good. Now, as a child, very young at eight, my mother died and my father was gone way before my mother died. So at eight years old, I lost, you know, my last parent and I had to go live with my mother's side of the family. And 
I didn't have the greatest childhood. That's really all I'll say. I'm, I am not here to bash anyone. I'll just say coming from my standpoint as a child, I did not have a great childhood. And I have a lot of emotional and mental scars and baggage, not just from, you know, anything that may or may not have happened to me. I'll say it like that, you know, being raised by my mother's family, but the fact that I did not have a mother or father. And when you don't have parents and you're living and being raised by people who never ever address the fact that you don't have parents it is a daunting experience it is a daunting experience to be so young and seeing everybody around you because I was raised with a lot of my cousins and to see them all have their parents and you have no one to call mother or father it is a it is a it's a horrible experience it was at least for me and I'm talking about, I was eight years old when, when my mom died. So I have a lot of emotional baggage just, you know, from the fact that she died. You know what I mean? Um, I have abandonment issues and um, issues of feeling not wanted, you know, because throughout my time living with my family, a lot of times they, you know, were very vocal about the fact that they did not want me. So I have all of those issues still inside of me that I didn't really know that I had. And those have all started coming up in the last couple years. When I was about 32, I left Chicago, which is where I'm from, and my family. And I've only been back one time in, in 15 years. And it's just simply uh, my, one of my uncles passed away and I went to his um, his memorial service. But I've only been back once since then. And what I will say in the 15 years is one of my aunts I was not close to at all. And um, she was the aunt that I lived with and the aunt that affected me the most because she treated me differently then she treated my sister and she treated me differently than she treated my other cousins. I was treated terribly, you know? And, you know, when I had my hysterectomy in 2018, she came down for two weeks and she took care of me. And that was kind of the first step of her and her apologizing to me um, for how I was treated and the things that I went through as a kid and she actually did apologize to me and while I never expected to receive an apology having someone acknowledge that you were treated wrong and then apologize to you is a is a great feeling so she is really the only aunt that I speak to right now. And my mother had um, nine brothers and sisters. And only her, my mother's passed on and her one of her brothers has passed on. But the rest of them are still alive and I don't speak to them. Um, just simply because I don't believe that I need to allow you, them into my life um, with what they did with the first, you know, uh, 20 something years that 
I allowed them in my life, you know, or I had to have them in my life. Either way you look at it. So forgiveness, this year for me and forgiveness is letting go of things that have hurt me. Because one thing I have realized about forgiveness is this. These aunts and uncles and people in my life and all these years that have passed that have hurt me and that I have, you know, a huge branch in my life. Not even just a branch, but uh, what is it? The base at the bottom of the soil. I can't, I can't. <laughs> my brain won't allow me to remember it right now. But you guys know what I'm saying when you pot a plant or you plant something. The root. The root. So what I can say is that the root of all of these issues that I have is that I've been carrying them around as if they're still happening. And I keep replenishing the root. I keep watering it. I keep feeding it unbeknownst to me like it's not a conscious thing that I'm doing it's unconscious but it's still a hurt even though I am 46 years old I'm still there you know what I mean and one thing I want you guys to get and and the purpose that I, the reason why I'm doing this video this not video this podcast is to let you know that the person that hurt you however many years ago it was two things are going on with them either they are not aware that they hurt you and they are living their life or whether they're aware or they're not aware they are still living their life their life has not stopped because they hurt you your life stopped because they hurt you and I want you to get that and I don't mean stopped as in you're you know not living but I'm saying stop stopped as in you haven't reached for your dreams your your baggage your unforgiveness is holding you back because you're you won't you won't let it go and it's yes it is easier said than done i am 46 and it has been easier for me to say let it go than it is for me to let it go and it is just simply because it's a mind thing your mind has to be willing. And unless you address it, unless you stop feeding it and stop watering it, your mind is not going to let it go. You know what I mean? So, another thing that I read is um, kind of what the definition of, of forgiveness is. And it says the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven and it says she is quick to ask for forgiveness when she has stepped over the line. If only people would ask for forgiveness when they immediately do something to you. Um, another thing that I read says forgiveness is the release of resentment or anger. Forgiveness does not mean re reconciliation. And that is from psychology today. And, and again, a lot of people believe that if they forgive, it, it it's a it's kind of allowing the person not only back in, but it's saying that what they did to you was okay. And that is not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is about you. It is not about the other person. Forgiveness is for your betterment. Because when you live in unforgiveness, 
It is negativity, number one. It is strife. It is unbelief. It is sadness. And all of those things does your body a disservice, not just your mental, but your physical as well. It makes you sick. A lot of the illnesses we have today are brought on by the things that we think. As a person who was diagnosed with gastritis in 2019, I will say this. What I have learned about gastritis, and, and I'm speaking completely for me, if you have it and this is not your experience, this is my experience. But I am speaking completely for me. When I am in a space where I am counting my blessings every day, I'm saying my affirmations, I, I am feeling good, my mental is good, I have virtually no symptoms of gastritis. When I am feeling bad and down and anxious, that is when the gastritis symptoms come and they come hard. And what I have believed, what I what I believe now is that gastritis the symptoms, at least for me, ratchet up when I am anxious. Anxiety sits in your gut. And when you have issues with anxiety, if you are a person, even if you don't have gastrointestinal issues, when you have issues with anxiety, it automatically, you automatically feel it in your stomach. And this goes for when you have um what you call a, a an interview for work, you feel what? You call it butterflies in your stomach. Anything that you have that's an interview or talking or whatever it is that you're feeling a little bit of anxious about, even if you don't have anxiety, but you do, everybody feels anxious at any, at some point in their life. Every time you feel the anxiousness, you feel it in your stomach. And when someone has anxiety, and it happens every day, that anxiety is in their stomach. And gastritis is inflammation of the stomach, of the stomach lining. That is what gastritis is. That's it. So I also found something um, online about the keys to forgiveness. Now, one of the first things that I would definitely recommend when you go on your forgiveness journey is this. Write down the people, persons, whatever it is in your life that you feel have caused you harm, where you are holding a grudge. And the reason why I say do that is because a lot of times we forgive what I call the surface. And the reason why I call it surface is because it's easy to pluck. It, it's easy to pluck out, you know. Um, you know that this is the biggest trauma that's happened to your life. And you know that these are the things that surround that trauma. So it's easy to say, this is my issue. But a lot of times there are underlining things under that that you don't see, that you may have swept under the, under the rug. 
that you still hold a grudge about. You know what I mean? Like, um, for me, if I, if I have this issue with my family, um, because, you know, my mother died and they didn't treat me well, and this is the biggest underlying issue, excuse me, the biggest issue, but then there's an underlying lining issue of, uh, a friend of mine who backstabbed me. It's not prevalent, but it's there. And that person hurt me. But because it's not the biggest issue, I don't write, you know, I don't necessarily focus on that, but that's still there. And if you don't get that out, it's going to come up again later when you feel like you're healed, right? So this is why I say write down everything that you can think of, of some per the person, even if you can't think of their name and what they did. It's easier sometimes to write down the situation rather than the person. So if you can't, you know, if you don't know the person, but you know the situation, write that down. Um, just simply because in order to heal from something, you have to know what it is you're healing from. Now, even as I say this, this right here is a big one. And it is one that I did not even realize was a huge factor until a few months ago. One of the people that you must write on your list is you. And the reason why I say you have to forgive yourself is because of this. And I want you guys to get this. Number one, you are in control of your own actions. Number two, you are in control of your reactions. And your reactions are the direct result of what someone else does to you or says to you. So a lot of times people feel, say that they just react as if they have no control over it. You are in control. You are in control of your thoughts, your words, your actions and reactions. Those are all in your control. So when you react or act out of anger, you cannot say someone made you do it or someone provoked you because you have the power to choose how you respond. So you must put yourself on that list for responding in ways that hurt you. We're not speaking about other people right now. A lot of times we respond in ways that hurt ourselves. And one of the biggest instances I can say, examples I can say is this. Every time some, you know, I am feeling, I have felt in the past sad or broken or, you know, unhappy and I reach for food that hurt me, that is a reaction that I could have controlled. But I became one of these people that said, oh, I'm an emotional eater. Oh, you know, I ate as a consequence of this action as if I had no control over it. Over it. Saying that I'm an emotional eater only assuages my guilt. It gives me permission to eat uncontrollably because something, you know, made me feel away. And that is not appropriate. And that is why I must forgive myself for that action and not do that action any longer. You have to, to not only 
forgive yourself for the actions that you take and the reactions, but put something in its place so that you won't go there again. So for me, instead of, you know, going to eat something that I know will hurt me, I will get out my journal and write, you know, say some affirmations, do something that will hurt, that will help me and uplift me and raise my vibrations so that I am not sitting and dwelling on the negativity and remembering how much food helps me feel good in these times. That is the reason why we're on this mindset journey. We have to reprogram ourselves from what we have allowed to hinder us, to hurt ourselves. And a lot of people I have said this to, they don't necessarily agree with this, you know, having having to forgive themselves because they believe that what they did to cope was okay. And if it hurt you, it was not okay. You have the power to heal yourself and you have the power to hurt yourself. And if you think that your coping mechanism, which also hurts you, is okay to do because you are in pain, you are disillusioned and you are completely wrong. So whatever it is that your coping mechanism is right now that you are doing that hurts you and that hinders you from having your best life, stop it today. Cold turkey. And I say cold turkey because you, again, you have the power within your own mind to stop right now and choose something different. So stop that cold turkey today, whether it's drinking wine, whether it's going to smoke, whether it's eating, you know, whatever it is that your coping mechanism is that is harmful to your, to your mental, that is harmful to your physical that is harmful to yourself, stop that right now and choose something in its place that will heal, that will uplift, that will raise your vibrations. For me, that is journaling, that is saying my affirmations, that's reading, that is doing my gratefuls, that is doing anything and everything I can to uplift me. And I have gotten into the habit um, of reading. I read a lot, like a lot. Reading is now my number one thing that I do. I rarely watch television and I, cause I choose to read, you know, some, I won't say that I don't because there are, you know, shows that come on. Like I don't have regular television anymore. I don't have cable. So I just have like streaming platforms like Netflix. I have Prime, Hulu, HBO Max, um, Peacock. Those are the ones that I have. Um, several of them come for free. So, uh, you know, not too much on all the streaming platforms I have. <laughs> um, but I only pay for three. Prime, I pay per year. I pay uh, for Netflix and I pay for HBO Max. Hulu and Peacock come free. So these are the these are my televisions that I watch. So, um because I don't have to watch live television, I've just gotten into the habit of not watching TV at all. Now, again, there are television shows that come on that I will watch, 
Um, like I love uh, The Circle on Netflix. Have you ever watched that? It's, it's a cute little um, reality kind of game show show. I love that show and I'll watch that because it's, it's fun and it's not... Um, uh, what what can I say? It's not a drama field. You know what I mean? It's just fun. So I, I'll watch that. Like I stopped watching things like Love is Blind and things that make me argue with the TV. I can't, I got to stop. <laughs> so, I mean, my my goal this year is to, to fill my mind with things that make me laugh and that are cute and things like that. So I read a lot. And um, that is my happy place. Reading is my happy place. Not only does it uplift me, but it feeds my soul. It makes me smarter. It makes me more intelligent. It widens my vocabulary. So these are, there are so many benefits to reading. And not only that, but I found a group on Facebook with like almost 100,000 women in it, black women in it, that read. I mean, come on how is that not positive right so I am a reader and I will choose to read before I watch television so for me these are the things that I do in place now in place of um, eating just grabbing food to stuff in my face and so far um, this year I started January 1st and today is the 16th 17th and I have gone down almost nine pounds. I'm not exercising. I just have cut out, you know, fried foods and fast food and things like that. So my goal is very, you know, some people get, and I'm not even going to say some people, I have included in that number um, of people who get on here and, and, you know, see, you know, watch shows like The Biggest Loser and see them lose 40 pounds in a week and say, let me, you know, do it. And then I lose six pounds in a week and give up. So I have widened my, um, kind of my box, kind of my box. And, um, instead of, I'm a person that can lose three to four to maybe even five pounds a week without exercise and just changing what I eat. And in the past, I would look at that as a failure, but when I widen the scope and make it not you know take it from weekly to monthly to yearly that is a huge amount of weight to lose so that is what i have done is widen the scope and i see people um like i'm in a group of people um who one girl said she only lost two pounds and she was angry at herself and i told her step back and see the full picture for a moment if you lost two pounds every week this year you have would have lost over 100 pounds this year so instead of being angry at yourself for those two pounds celebrate those two pounds because they are on your goal for your 100 pound weight loss you know goal but because she wants to lose 100 pounds in like five months it's not on her goal and that is the reason why i say Forgive yourself because now she's angry at herself. She's pissed off and thinking she hasn't done the most for herself. And I saw another young lady who lost three, almost four pounds. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, 
I wasn't perfect this week and I'll do better next week. You're sorry? You lost almost four pounds. And if you take that and and do it for the year, you're at about 170-something or 80 pounds lost. How could you be sorry? If you did the same thing this week, every week for the rest of the year and lost 3.8 pounds, do you not see your success? So again, it's, it's about how you see things. And that is why I stepped back and saw the full picture. So now instead of like when I just came back from out of town and I don't know about you guys, but I know sometimes when you're out of town, you know, you have um, a little bit of weight gain because, you know, you're not eating right and you're and may not be exercising. You're not drinking enough water. You may not be pooping the way you, you're supposed to. But I consciously, um, when, when I was out of town, I didn't eat fast food. Um, I didn't eat chips and stuff like that. I didn't eat sweets. I didn't do any of that. And just simply because my goal is not to do any of that. So I didn't do it. And so when I got back home, I got on the scale this morning and I was down 2.2 pounds. So instead of being angry that I didn't hit my goal, my goal is between three to five pounds a week. I didn't get angry. I was excited because I thought I was going to gain weight, (laughs) but I lost weight and I'm not angry because I'm a little bit constipated, (laughs) TMI. And I know that the fact that I still lost 2.2 pounds out of town, that's the first time in 46 years I've ever come back from a a vacation or or trip. I don't care how quick the trip is. And I didn't, and I didn't bring back some pounds. I actually lost pounds while I was out. So for me, It was the first time I didn't hit my goal and I was extremely excited because I was out of town and I still lost weight. So the mindset is what it is that I'm trying to change. Celebrate. The more that you are thankful for a thing, the more of that thing that you will receive. So instead of me being angry like I would have been in the past, I celebrate my 2.2 pounds lost because then next week I'm going to hit my goal because this week I'm conscious about releasing the water weight, releasing, you know, the constipation, releasing all of that so that I can, you know, get those pounds off and then eating right for the rest of the week so that I can ensure that I hit my goals. So this is why I am not only on a mindset journey, but a forgiveness journey. Because I am forgiving myself for, you know, stretching out this body that the Lord has given me. I'm forgiving myself for that. I asked the Lord for forgiveness and he's forgiven me for that. So now I have to forgive myself too. I am forgiving myself for having gastritis because I did this to myself yes I did a lot of times that people people are diagnosed with things and they think someone outside of themselves did it to them when you did it to yourself and that is something that is a hard pill to swallow 
but it is your environment, the things that you put in your mouth that brought about the diseases that you have, whether it's diabetes, whether it's kidney disease, whether it's liver disease, whether it's cancer. There's nothing outside of you that brought that to you. You did that to yourself. And it is just simply because, to me, a lot of things that we eat are not for consumption. All of these prepackaged foods that we eat, these potato chips and all of that stuff is not for our consumption because of the preservatives and things that we ha- that's in it. A lot of these things you can cook yourself at home. You have potatoes. You have an air fryer. Make your own potato chips, you know? You have um, all the ingredients for cookies. Make your own cookies. And that way you'll know that there's no preservatives in it. My sister makes the best peanut butter cookies. And it's like two or three ingredients. All of them things that she can, you know, make at home. And instead of going to the grocery store finding peanut butter cookies with 27 ingredients she uses three and she makes them here in the house and they are the best peanut butter cookies i've ever tasted in my life so my thing guys is our mindset is what is going to win our war it's what is going to win this journey of life that we have but we have to change it to something that is good for us and part of again part of releasing the bad and changing your mindset is forgiveness so what i'm gonna do is give you guys before i close this out there is this releasing um ritual that i did Probably and I and and even though I said I did it, I'll, I've only done it twice, um, but I do plan to do it again because it is it is so amazing. It was so amazing the very first time I did it. Um, it was because I really hated, like I had intense hatred for my old boss. <laughs> Yes, I did. Do not judge me harshly. Like, I, I dislike this man so much. And what I realized in my hatred, and it wasn't hatred. Like, I didn't want him to die or anything. But my intense dislike for him was, number one, he probably forgot I existed. And number two, he is living his life. So because of that, I knew that I had to let it go. That was the reason why I did that first releasing ritual because I couldn't stand this man so much that it was, I was holding on to the baggage of him. I was so excited when I was released from that job. I, I, they laid me off because I never had to speak to him again in life. And that December, which was my last, no, I think it was December 2020 that I did the releasing ritual. And for that entire year of 2020, I won't say every day or even 
every week I focused on him. But when I did think about him, I could not stand that POS, you know? And it really brought some intense feelings to me. So I had to do the ritual because I could not keep, you know, thinking about this guy. I couldn't keep, you know, saying negative things about him and just have these negative feelings. I couldn't do it. So I had to do this releasing ritual because I had to get him out of there. And not just him, but, you know, I did other people too. But he was like the primary person I had to forgive and let go. So this is uh, the releasing ritual. So this one, I, I'm, you know, I was back then. I think I've told you guys this story back then. This is when the podcast and the, um, actually the podcast I hadn't done yet, but the group I had was called Babes Who Manifest. And this podcast used to be called Babes Who Manifest. And I was really into the moon cycles. I'm not so much anymore. I'm not saying that it doesn't work or anything. I just, I'm not into that anymore. So this I did on the full moon. And um, so basically, this is the ritual. The ritual to me, you can do anytime. Um, so basically, what I did is what I told you guys, write down everything that every person that you need to forgive, everything that they did that, that you need to forgive, whether it's even if you can't remember the person, write down the situation. And all of these things um are what you're going to do for the releasing ritual. Because if you don't realize it, forgiveness is a release. It is a release of the baggage. And that is the purpose of this ritual. And the reason why I say it's a ritual because it's things that you have to do to do it. So um, that's the only reason why I call it a ritual. Um, so it's basically writing down everything that you want to release, things that you've been carrying around that don't serve you. We're going to write it out. We're going to burn it and we're going to wash it away. So the, these are the things, these are kind of some prompts that may help you. Number one, what are you afraid of? Number two, what are you really afraid of? Number three, who are you angry at? Number four, who has slighted you? Number five, what frustrates you? Number six, what is holding you back um, from any of your intentions? Number seven, who do you need to forgive? And make sure that you are on that list. So these are, th these are just questions that you can ask yourself to kind of prompt you to think about the answer and write it down. So go back and listen to the questions again, or actually I'll just say these questions again. Um, you know, pause it and kind of think about it and then write it down. First question, what are you afraid of? And that could be anything in life. It doesn't have to be, you know, like a spider or something. Are you afraid of success? Are you afraid of rich, being rich? Are you afraid of being skinny? Are, you know, what are you afraid of? Then when you write down that list of what you're afraid of, write down what you are really afraid of, you know? And if you, what you're really afraid of is not on that list, think about it again. Then number three, who are you angry at? And this is where... My old boss came in because I was angry at him. Who has slighted you? You know, that's question number four. Number five, what frustrates you? 
And a lot of things, like I told you guys, I have a problem with envy. So that is something that frustrates me because how dare I be envious of someone else when I am so blessed? But, but I do have an issue with that that I have realized. So that would be on my list. What frustrates me is that I have the nerve, the utter gall to be envious of someone else when I am so blessed. So that would be something that frustrates me because it frustrates the hell out of me. Um, number six, what is holding you back from your intentions? What? Why is it that your intentions have not become part of your reality? What is holding you back from that? Number seven, who do you need to forgive? And list all those people who have done you wrong back from the first part of the questions. And don't forget to add you to that list. So read every, you know, question that I just said to you. I hope you wrote them down. Meditate on them and then kind of have a, a purge, you know, like a, a you know, I've told, told you guys about my gratitude rampages and how, you know, I'll just be meditating and just start saying everything that I'm grateful for to just come out without prompting. That's kind of what I mean. So just sit down and write, just purge everything. And then when you're done and you've, you've kind of had the word vomit and it came out on your paper, that's when it's time to burn. And when you're burning, you're going to repeat this. I release all thoughts, habits, behaviors, situations, and energies that are no longer of service to me and my highest potential. I'll say it again. I release all thoughts, habits, behaviors, situations, and energies that are no longer of service to me and my highest potential. So this is what you are going to say or even, you know, just kind of think in your mind as you burn up that, that those papers that you wrote about all those people who did you a disservice. And you just let them, let it burn and forgive and forgive and just thank you, thank you, thank you for forgiveness, you know? Now, once you're done and it's all, you know, burned up and everything, follow this up with a meditative gratitude rampage. And what I mean by this is put on some music that is full of meditation um, that, that you do, I'm sorry, that you do when you're meditating, kind of like this music that I have now, put it on and just sit around and talk about everything that you're grateful for. Close your eyes and breathe deeply for a few minutes and then start bringing up everything that you're grateful for and let it roll and roll and roll until there's nothing else left and you're done you're done and then you can get up and go about the rest of your day the rest of your night how whenever you decide to do it that is the releasing ritual whenever you have things that's coming up that you need to forgive that is the perfect ritual to do it because you write it down you you literally purge it from your body then you burn it up and you 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 
speak it out. You say that you release the behaviors and the thoughts. You release all of that. And then you follow it up with gratitude. That is the perfect ritual to release. And I'm going to call it the forgiveness releasing ritual. That's going to be the new name of it. So this is something that I definitely, you know, whenever you're alone in your home, if you don't live alone, do this when you are completely alone. No one is there with you. Or um, when your children are asleep or you, your husband is asleep or whatever, where you cannot be disturbed. This is what you do. And just, you know, kind of uh, aside, make sure that you are burning the paper in like a ceramic bowl. You don't want to do it in plastic and you don't want to do it in glass. The ceramic bowl will not be hurt and um, it won't smell. So just an FYI. And you can always um, light a candle so that it will, you know, kind of take over the smell of the burn. So that's just something that I thought I would kind of like a caveat. So I hope that you guys got something out of this episode because you know I, lo I love to ramble, guys. So I hope that you guys understood what I mean when I say um, forgiveness is part of our mindset journey. It is. So on Sunday, don't forget to tune in because we are going back to affirmations on Sunday. And I am going to do it with a twist, though. I am going to give you the affirmation for the week, but I am also going to give you a meditation as well. So it's going to be probably maybe five or ten minutes for the meditation. So um, that I am going to do for you guys on Sundays and again on Thursdays. Uh, we're continuing our reading of uh, the book by Florence Scovel Shin, The Game of Life and How to Play It. So again, the days are going to be Sundays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. And as today is Tuesday, this episode is going to drop as soon as I finish because you guys know I do not edit. So thank you guys for tuning in. I'll probably have a new intro and outro coming next week to um you know for the new year so look out for that and don't forget to go onto amazon and get my book 21 days of thankfulness to start your own gratitude journey and don't forget to get your kids their great their gratitude book my little thankful heart thank you guys so much for tuning in today don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life i promise you your life will change once you add the daily practice of gratitude, you guys have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talks with the Gratitude Chick. I am your host, Luanza, aka the Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to subscribe and give my podcast five stars. If you have not already, join my Facebook group, Babes Who Manifest.